Welcome to Victorious Living. So what does he do? He targets the people who are in the kingdom of God. And if he can gain the upper hand over those who are in the kingdom of God, then that's what he is set out to do because his fight is really against God or against Jesus. And so he can't get to Jesus, but he does have access to the body, to Jesus' body here in the earth. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us God's light versus Satan's darkness. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares God's light versus Satan's darkness. It's good to see you tonight. We're glad you're here and appreciate you coming. Amen. Have you ever stopped to think about it? There is a tremendous fight going on in the world today. The fight is spiritual and it's the kingdom of light against the kingdom of darkness. And all of us are in one or the other of the two kingdoms. But if you are in the kingdom of God, the adversary is coming against God's kingdom. Well, the only way he can have any success in it is through the people in the kingdom. People who are in the kingdom of God. So what does he do? He targets the people who are in the kingdom of God. And if he can gain the upper hand over those who are in the kingdom of God, then that's what he is set out to do because his fight is really against God or against Jesus. And so he can't get to Jesus, but he does have access to the body, to Jesus' body here in the earth. And so to come against God's kingdom, he comes against kingdom people and he does his work that he's in the earth to do against people in the kingdom of God so that's why we need to be those people people who are in the kingdom of light kingdom of God need to be very aware every day lest they become deceived and fall uh uh, fall to the ploy or to the tricks or the schemes of the adversary. Now, now he's probably not going to get any of us in this room tonight. He's not going to get us into bars. He's not going to get us in, you know, where there's a lot of stuff going on like that. You know, not, you know, not that it happens in the bars all the time, but, uh, you know, that's a pretty good place to get to see something going on. And so he's not going to do that. But through his trick or trickery, he is able to sometimes deceive people and they fall away from their faithfulness. Now, keep in mind, I didn't say they fell out of the kingdom. I said they fall away from their faithfulness. And so the Bible tells us in, in, in the scripture that the day of the Lord will not come until there is a falling away. 
of, uh, of, the, of people in the kingdom. And so like I said, it's, we're not talking about falling away and being lost eternally. We're, we're talking about Satan is after your faithfulness. So I read a little, little thing said, if, if a person doesn't have faith enough to come to church, then their faith is small. And so that's one of the things that Satan's after is your faith. So the more we hear about faith, the more we say in faith, and the more we act in faith, Satan then is, de is a defeated foe where we're concerned personally. And so there is, you know, I, I personally believe that Satan uses things in the, in the earth realm here like sickness and disease that causes people sometimes to fall away back into a more uh, sedate state of, uh, of thinking and of their, of their actions. But we over here on this side in the kingdom of God, looking beyond just the fact that people are getting sick, people are dying. We need to look and see, okay, what's the cause of it? And so he is after our faithfulness. And then the, like the little statement that I read, I don't even know who wrote it, uh, but it said, if, you, if a person, if the Christian doesn't have faith enough to come to church, do they have faith enough to get to heaven? And so sometimes we settle into a, uh, people can settle into a, what's the word, a uh, very passive with their walk. Amen. Amen. But yet when you read the Bible, the Bible talks about us being on fire. The, the Bible talks about us being lively or living stones, lively stones. And so Satan doesn't, doesn't uh, want us to be on fire for God. He wants, he doesn't, there's nothing he can do about me being in the kingdom other than just slow me down and bring me to a state where that I'm not as useful to the kingdom as I could be. So let me talk to you a little bit tonight on God's light versus Satan's darkness. There is this kingdom of darkness. There is this kingdom of light. Everybody is in one or the other of those kingdoms. So we assume tonight that everybody here is in the kingdom of light. And uh, so we've come to learn then that light has a lot to do with our winning. The light of God has a lot to do with us winning as the scripture teaches us uh, how to win. And so we've come to learn that light is a source of energy. Light is a source of energy. We, I'm assuming everybody knew that. You know, we, uh, in this world going through, we've, we've heard of a laser beam. What is a laser beam? A laser beam is a consistent beam of light that radiates energy against a resistance. It is a beam of light, a continuous beam of light that radiates an energy against a resistance. So what's that really telling us? That's telling us that we're children of the light and light always wins over darkness. And so what, I have to, what we have to do is to know how to walk in the light, 
But then after we learn how to walk in the light, we need to do it. Would you agree, would you agree with that? It's no good for me just to know that light dissipates darkness, but I need to know how in this kingdom to use the light that's on the inside of me against the darkness of that kingdom. So we don't sing that song, whatever's to be will be. There's a song, I don't know if you've ever heard it or not. I don't, I'm not trying to encourage you to go look it up or listen to it. But there is a song that says, whatever's to be what whatever what whatever it will be will be now that's not a true statement because light will change whatever darkness has brought into our life the light of god will change that and so energy that's what it is you know we get energy from the sun you know they are what are they selling now you get these uh, solar panels put on the top of your house and you can heat your house from the sun or with the, the energy of the sun as you in but we have the energy of the sun s-o-n and so that light is an energy the, the life of god is an energy on the inside of god's people and so i have to learn how to release the light and then I have to make a consistent effort to release the light every day of my life because the adversary of the darkness is, is, is trying to dim the light or take the light out of my life. So sunlight can heat your home. Sunlight can heat our bodies, you know. We get out in the summertime. If you were active doing something, you know, you get hot and sweaty, all those kinds of things. And uh, a sidewalk can be heated. I, I recall uh, many, many years ago, first time I ever was in Tulsa at the camp meeting, Brother Hagin's camp meeting, it was 109 degrees, actually, actual 109 degrees. The sidewalks were so hot that if you put your hand on the sidewalk, it it would burn it, actually burn your flesh. And so sun, natural sun, radiates energy. Well, God in us radiates energy to be used against the kingdom of darkness. And so we, we understand that, I, I'm assuming everybody un understands that. That, but light is a, poor, a powerful force of energy that is around us every day. It is a powerful source of energy uh, that is around us every day. Light from the sun is contrary to the darkness of night in the natural world. Yet it is also true in the unseen world that is around us. So there is an energy of God's people, in God's people, and it comes through his life. You remember John, John teaching us in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shined, shines into the darkness, the darkness of our adversary, 
the light shines in the darkness. And then he goes ahead to give us a good positive word for saying and telling us that light will subdue darkness or light will subdue the adversary. The light of the life of God in us, when we understand how to release it, it will subdue the adversary in his attempt to take us out of our faithless and even take us out of the world through those things that he is in the world, that he is doing in the world. And then light from the sun, contrary to the darkness of night. And we see then that God's light is contrary to the darkness of this world's system. Now look what Isaiah said here in the fifth chapter of the book of Isaiah in the 20th verse. And we're, listen folks, we're living right in the middle of this verse. The society around us is living right in the middle of this verse. What does it say? Woe unto them that call evil good. Have you ever seen a day where that is so out front now where they're calling evil good? And so Isaiah prophesied or he spoke that. Woe unto them that call evil good. You know, killing babies, that's good. No, it's not good. It's not a good thing. Amen. How many, how many babies? It's our hope that today's message, God's light versus Satan's darkness, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD of this week's message, please request Offer 40. This week's special offer is 40. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.